Let's get ready to stumble over our words, potentially, into the microphone. Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, an unfiltered, behind-the-scenes, no-holds-barred look at the life of two location-independent individuals. Myself, Travis Sherry. And I am Jason Moore. We are the co-founders of the community Location Indie. If you want to learn more, you can go to locationindie.com. We got a fun topic today. Yes, so those of you who have listened before, you know that usually it's kind of stream of consciousness. We dive into what's been happening that week and kind of give you a look at the highs and lows of our life and location independence. But today, we're taking a little bit more of a structured view of it because everyone loves lists, especially me. I love lists. Yes. And so today, what we're going to do is we're going to tell you... I like your enunciation there. Love lists. You were very... You were enunciating. I didn't want to lisp during the (laughs) list part, so I made sure to enunciate. I've learned that lesson. Oh, we forgot, Jay. Start the timer. Okay. Remember, under 30 minutes. I wish we we started the timer before we actually got, or actually right when we got into the subjects. I don't want to waste any time. There's so much to talk about today with these things. There is so much to talk about. I've gotten good at enunciating, though, as I was saying, because my website is called Extra Pack of Peanuts. Right. com. So you have to make sure you say peanuts with Not a very good enunciation. Not else because sometimes it gets uh, misinterpreted as... Uh, yeah, certain certain things. Certain, I, use another, your imagination, another, folks. Another P word, I, I suppose. Use your imagination. So today... <laughs> that would we are, be weird. That would be very weird. That's a, that's a different it's website. It's a weird domain name. Yeah, business idea for someone out there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so today what we'll be doing is we're going to be giving you our top 10 offices from around the world. So one of the best things about being location independent is that you can work from anywhere in the world. And that means you can have some pretty cool, unique, air quote, offices. Right, Jay? Uh, I would say that's understating it. You can have some epic offices that you're just like, I, you know, almost like some of the offices I've worked at, well, offices I'm using in air quotes, I'm just looking at a view or something. I'm like, all right, I'm not, I'm almost like maybe I'm writing a paragraph or something. It's almost just to say I worked here, you know, it's like a, like a secret, like personal bragging rights to myself. I never share these. It's just like these personal moments where you're like, even if you just jam on a little work, you're like, wow, I get to do this. Like th- I get to do this and look at this scenery or this or thing be in this, same, scenery, be in yep. this, yeah, be in this culture, be surrounded by this. And it's just, yeah, it's like, those are the times I think is, you know, usually traveling, then you work and like, sometimes you flip flop back and forth with the balance and everything. But when you combine the two like that and you're like ultra high because you're like, I'm doing something that's awesome. I'm in a place that's awesome. It's all happening at the same time. Everything it's, is it, awesome. Everything is, is awesome. This is like crack cocaine. Yeah, it is crazy. So we better get I've into it. I never smoked crack, by the way. I don't know why I use that term. Like, this is like crack, man. Like, it's like crack. But no. How do I know what crack's like? Crack's I, awful. Like, breaks up 
families. It's and probably way worse the than the offices that we were in. Yeah, so it's not like crack. It's actually the opposite of crack. It's way it's better. <laughs> we we better get into it because we, we oh, limit man. ourselves to 30 minutes here, and we've got 10 offices from around the world. Each of us are giving five. We do not know the other person's list. So, Jay, why don't you start us off with your number five? These are in order of, quote-unquote, worst to best, but they're all awesome. It's all subjective, of course, which is, is impossible to order these, but... Travis yep. made me put them in. Order, I always, so. yeah. If you're no, gonna make yeah, a you list, do you it, have yeah. to order. You gotta go. You gotta order. choose. So we're gonna flip flop here for our top five. My number five is a place called the Aphrodite Hotel in Kisimos, Greece. Greece, Kisimos, Greece, um, on the island of Crete. And I, I didn't get tons of work done, but my wife and I stayed at this this hotel, which has had like a beach right in front of it and a pool and actually my laptop broke before I went so I was like I'm not going to work but she had like an, a very old laptop so I didn't really get much done I needed to get on for some things and Still this was actually this was actually counts. when I was doing consulting work so I was doing a lot of the consulting work there but oh, I had two things one was a poolside beachfront view of of this just beautiful epic scenery and then we had a balcony with uh, that overlooked the sea as well. So I could work from the balcony or I could work from the pool in the shade where they were bringing me the occasional uh, Mykonos. Was that, that the name of the beer down there? I don't know. I've never been there. Mykonos. Never been oh, no, to Greece, the, buddy. Uh, no, well, Mykonos I'll, is the island. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to look it They're up. They're bringing anyway, you beers and you're on the beach. Cold beer. it, was, it was awesome. That is very, very cool. My number five, not as exotic, but interesting nonetheless... And my number five is in the car while on a road trip. So recently, if you guys listen to Extra Pack of Peanuts podcast, you've noticed that I did a road trip series. And this this kind of came about out of necessity. I was tired of being on these road trips and driving for a while and not getting anything done. And I said to Heather, I'm like, well, couldn't we just record? Like, couldn't we just set our recorder up while we're in the car since we're talking anyway and just and just do a podcast? And she was like... I guess so. And we it just became a thing of ours now. And we just we, we do it quite often now. Whenever we're on a road trip, I just love setting the recorder up and just recording podcasts because it's serving two purposes. One, um, it's keeping me awake while I'm driving, always a big plus. And two, you're you're able to get work done in a time where most people think like, oh, this is dead time. Not that not that road trips aren't fun in their own right, but it's just really cool. So we've been recording quite often from in the car. Um, a lot of times when we're driving up to New Hampshire to see your family and back down, that's a pretty boring drive going through Connecticut. Ugh. But um, yeah, it's it's fun, man. I love doing podcasts while in the car because I just it just adds that extra element. It's just it's just cool. Nice. I haven't tried that yet, but I well, a little bit of personal recording. I don't think I've published any, but that sounds like it could get a little dangerous, right? I mean you're you're kind of focusing on the road. I mean, are you holding a mic? What do you? No, what, are you so we just use your, we just use a recorder, and I put it in between ah, the two okay. front seats. So it's no microphone; it's just the digital recorder. So that's why it sounds different if you ever listen to those episodes. But it's kind of neat because you can hear like the road a little bit, so you get the feeling yeah. that you're on the road with us. If someone honks at us, hopefully not too often. Yeah, that's great. You can hear that, so the it's just cool. The Sherry's are the multitasking couple. My number four. Have you been to Rome? Yes. Have you seen the Pantheon? Yes. Something about that building is like sacred to me and not because of religion or anything. It's just that it's like 2000 years old and 
it's just so inspiring. You know, I think the dome that they created there, they used the same sort of architecture in uh, various domes around the world, if I'm not mistaken. By the way, that Greek beer was Mythos. I had to mythos, go correct myself there. there. Um, it's just an inspiring building and the history behind it. And I got to sit out at a cafe right outside in that piazza and order an espresso and open up my laptop and I was working and I just looked to my left. I just turned to my left and there's the Pantheon and all of the Italian culture and all of the history and all the people speaking Italian and, you know, it's the warm weather, the warmth of Rome. It's just like, it was just one of those moments where I was just like, this is my life. This is, you know, we talk a lot about the ups and downs on this podcast and, you know, certainly we, we strip, strip it bare and, and we do cover a lot of different things when it comes to location dependence and there are these moments as well and they are the ones where you're just like wow this is i can't believe i'm sitting here and doing this so i actually skyped my dad to torture him a little bit i said hey you want to see my office for today and i flipped the laptop to the side and showed him this piazza <laughs> and he was like oh man so he still gives me a hard time for it <laughs> yeah tough life tough life that is awesome rome is awesome i mean that's quintessential sitting there drinking an espresso in a piazza Looking at the Pantheon, man, doesn't get much better. My Get, getting f- a lot of work done. <laughs> yeah. My number four holds um, a little bit of a special place in my heart. Um, and Jay, you actually were here with me once uh, and worked some while I was there. And that was a house sit that we did in Breckenridge, Colorado. Mm. And we got a lot of work done in that hot tub. Yeah. To set the <laughs> scene a little bit. It, um, we have filmed a video. Some of you may have seen it. It's like a teaser video. And we're, we're in a hot tub and it's all filmed at this one house. But we're in a five bedroom, basically mansion in Breckenridge, Colorado. There's a hot tub and the deck just overlooks the entire town of Breckenridge. And you're at about 10,000 feet and you know, you're know you overlooking the town and it's just gorgeous. And we were there in September, uh, end of August, beginning of September, uh, middle of September all the way through and the Aspens were changing. It was awesome. And what was really cool is A, I got a lot of work done because that was the longest I spent in one spot in probably like three years. So I was able to actually dig in. Now it was only a month there and it wasn't even my house. It was a house sit, but it still felt good to get a lot of work done. That's when we released podcast Gluttony last September, 2014. So we were releasing a one podcast episode every weekday. So five a week, you hopped on a bunch with me, Jay, on the Extra Pack of Peanuts podcast. It was just cool. Like we got a lot of work done. We decided to, to film a video and launch a community and things like that. So we not only was the scenery epic, we're sitting at this huge square dining room table and the whole front of the house is just windows. So the sun's always shining in, but we also got a lot done and it was a really cool time to experience because, you know, at like 3.30, we'd knock off work, we'd go down to the happy hours in town. It was just fun, man. Yeah, it was great. And there was a fox that came to the back door, a local fox that lived in the neighborhood. And it was the most beautiful, one of the most beautiful animals I've seen and definitely I've never been that close to a fox before and I guess it was used to being fed by the neighbors so the guy actually said it was okay to feed them like certain things uh, the homeowner so we we were able to basically feed hand feed this this wild fox that yeah, was quote unquote wild he was pretty docile yeah, I at mean, that point I know you're not probably supposed to do that kind of stuff but I uh, am yeah, that, that well that was a different that was the house across the street there were a couple right, we, times we house sat twice in Breckenridge right. both were awesome I mean I'm tying yeah. them together here yeah yeah sure I mean house sitting what a great way to 
oh, man. get mobile offices for free that are in amazing locations. I mean, uh, we got to give props to to Nat and Jody from uh, HouseSittingWorld.com for hooking that up. And uh, we did. I did a book with them. So if you search house sitting or international house sitting on uh, on Amazon, you can a find number it one best selling Amazon book. Don't let them be humble. <laughs> yeah, house sitting, fantastic way. And we are going to talk about in the next podcast. We're going to talk about how to set up mobile offices and how we work from the road, you know, because these are awesome offices, but we're going to talk about like our tips to actually doing it because they're not always perfect and you always have good internet. So we're going to do that in a future podcast. Mm -hmm. So be on the lookout for that. You mentioned gluttony. This is our like office gluttony episode, you know, our mobile where it's just like, you know, it's just the creme de la creme of our, of our worldwide workspace, I suppose. I guess if you're location dependent, it's kind of like you're sharing one giant co-working space with everybody. That's true. Sometimes is a that... co-working space has good internet. <laughs> Thailand. Sometimes it doesn't. Well, Myanmar. Th- that could be another episode because if you don't have good internet, sometimes that helps you more than it hurts you because you can get some of the more important things done. I digress because where are we at? Number th- you're at number three. It's number your three. number three. Yeah, okay. So you've given some really great ones. I've, st- I've stayed in the U.S. so far. Okay. I mean, I could... I could yeah, the U.S. and a whole separate one, but I want to go to Southeast Asia right now. Travis, you ready to jump on board with I'm me? I'm always ready to go to Southeast Asia. To a little beach called Moine in Vietnam, and there was this place called Jibs or Jibes. I don't know how they pronounce it. J-I-B-E. Jib, 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 jib. And it was uh, just down a, a minute walking, not even, probably 30 seconds from the uh, the hostel I was staying at. And... Ah oh, man, I, I don't know what it was. I just I just chilled at this place, you know? Like it was a great place to do some writing and this is when I was launching uh, Zero to Travel. I had the Zero to Travel podcast, but I I didn't have a lot of content on the site and I was like I got to do some writing so there's some written articles there when people show up because I was still building up a lot of content. So I'm like I'm just going to do some writing this week. So <sighs> Oceans right there good food you know i ended up getting befriending one of the owners there one of the kite surfing instructors which turned out that it helped me a lot later when i rented a stand-up paddleboard and i was out in the water for all of about 30 seconds and i fell down and broke the paddle in half and paddles aren't that easy to get there you can't just run down to like the local sports shop and pick up a new one so i mean i should say i never felt it was pretty embarrassing like i and i don't get embarrassed very easily i just i felt bad for doing it but when i walked out of the water with that stand-up paddle and a stand-up board and the broken paddle almost everybody there because they were all like preparing things they do like kite surf it's a big kite surfing place so there's like instructors preparing this doing lessons rental rent this that and the other everybody just stopped what they were doing yeah it was like the record screech like and, and they all had the same yeah the record screeching the stopping and they all had the same look and that look if I could read their mind, was this. How did that idiot manage to break Yeah, well, a that's what's going through my mind. How board? did you break a paddle? It was just the way I fell. Have you ever been in a stand-up paddleboard in the ocean? No. So it's, it's very difficult. It's a lot harder than I thought with the waves moving and stuff like that. But the problem was when I fell, for some reason, I would fall forward. And the way I was holding the paddle, I would grab onto the middle. And I must have just hit like... I like fell and I was holding the paddle in the middle. I fell on the board. I hit it and it just cracked in half and it came out in two pieces. So I anyway. hope you bought a lot of coffees from Jibs to make up for that broken <laughs> paddle, man. So because I'd been hanging out there doing all this writing and like talking to people there, uh, when I came back, they didn't charge me 
for the paddle. They just let it go because I, you know, been hanging around yeah. there. And I'm sure, they're really happy stuff. about but that. But great, just just a beautiful office with the beach right there. You know, oh, you know the open air thing. You know, no, you're not closing. You're just outside. I find these are the best mobile offices. The one where you're or these work offices where you're outside. Yeah. So very neat. You've got some really good ones. I feel like mine are paling in comparison here. And my third one is actually, uh, I'm going to go a little Jason Moore style here and kind of like throw a few together. But it is the Phoenixville Library, which is, we are currently sitting in in Phoenixville right now in the town of Phoenixville outside of Philadelphia. It's the Phoenixville Library slash my office, which is where we are actually sitting right now in my office. Now, you Does call it? this the library? <laughs> no, the library is down the street. This is my office. Oh, because I was going to say, the but only com- book I see in here right now is, well, you guys just moved yeah, back well, in. Well, two MacBook Airs. Well, that's true. Go. And yeah. um, But I'm saying the Phoenix Library, which is two blocks from here, and my office, I'm combining them for a few reasons. Not sexy, but the Phoenixville Library is where I wrote my first book. So I came home from Japan. And I wanted... Sentimental value. Yes. I I knew that I was going to write this ultimate guide to freaking fire miles. And I didn't know how I was going to get it done. And um, I went to this library every day and just pumped out, like, you know, for like a month and a half. And I just pumped out this book, just writing, writing, writing. And I felt that, you know, when when I got there, it always just made me focus. Because I was at a library... And I still do that. So even to this day, I'll go there if, if I'm like in this office, but I'm not feeling like I'm getting stuff done. I'll go to the library and it just helps me refocus because, you know, as nice as it is, I don't want to sit at a library all day, right? You were talking about like the nice thing about being outside sometimes. Well, here when I get to the library, I think I just feel like, all right, I'm here. I have to get it done. It's like when you go to a gym, you don't just go and then not work out. Like you're there, you're like, all right, I, let me get this done and get out of here. And that's kind of how I felt at the library. It's a peaceful, nice place. But it helped me focus. And uh, I'll throw the office on top of this, the one that we're in now, because I haven't had a home base for five years. And so now getting to sit in my own chair with my own double monitor and just really, you know, in a I, place... I don't think this is what people had in mind when they were listening to this, but I... I don't think it is either. I, but like, I like what you're saying. It's outside of the box, but it's... Listen, I've worked in some incredible places. It's risque because it's anti-risque. Yeah, it feels <laughs> nice to be home and be in a home office for the first time in five years. Yeah. Now, you know, if I stay here for five years and I'm always working in this office, I think oh, I'll sing a different tune. <laughs> but I, yeah, I had to throw it in there because... What tune will that be? Can you I, sing it for us? You, no one wants to hear me sing <laughs> anything. The tone deaf, colorblind kid. Well, I guess colorblind doesn't have to do with singing any songs. So there, but I, I, that's yeah. my number three. Not sexy... But uh, the library, and, and it's a good way to tell people who are location independent but are living in a, like their home, going to the library is a great way to get stuff done. Yeah, I, I am going to uh, meander down to that library later because I'm sitting here with Travis in Phoenixville and the library is down the street from where I am right now as well. And I'm going to look at these gorgeous book stacks and see see what the, the scenery and the views like there. Maybe we'll even take a picture and put it out on Twitter at location indie. I don't know. I, I gotta see this this library, man. It, this is this is the place where the magic happens. I feel like if I walk in, maybe like my fingers will start twitching. I, you you know? know, every time I walk in, I have a sense of accomplishment because I spent yeah. that was my first 
product, like my first product and my first big project with Location Independence. If I can write this book and get out, it was right. the start of my whole lifestyle. So in yeah. essence, that's what helped me kick yeah. off this whole thing. That's great. Get to your number two. Enough about my library. All right. Number two. So I love to surf and I suck at it, but I like to go on these surf trips because I love to do an activity when I'm traveling. And I haven't done tons of surf trips or anything, but I've done a few. And a lot of times if I'm like going to a place where I know they're surfing, I'll, I'll try to find, instead of just staying at a random beach, I'll be like, all right, why don't I stay at the, a beach where there's like a surf break and then I can do whatever I do and also kind of build the day around like surfing or trying to surf, whatever version of that is for me. So I went down to Nicaragua a few years ago now, I guess, two or three. I don't know. I'm terrible with timelines, but there's a an area called San Juan del Sur, which is pretty populated. A lot of a lot of people go. It's a little more. It was a, a survivor season. San Juan. Del, oh, was San it? Juan okay. Del Sur. But if you go a little bit north, one beach, there's this place called Playa Madera, and I stayed at this Dreamcatcher Hostel, which I don't even know if it still exists or not. It's just a smaller beach. It's got a great surf break, depending on what time of year you go. I think it's pretty consistent. Warm water, beautiful place. And small now, it gets crowded during the day because people come up from San Juan del Sur. It's, I think it's like 20 or 30 minutes. I can't remember. So during the day, it's like, you know, a lot of people because it's a really nice beach and everybody goes to check it out. But then they all leave. And there are only a few places to stay at hmm. this beach. Okay. So I stayed at this hostel, Dreamcatcher, up the hill. And you just, you just walk up this hill about 10 minutes and you get up there and it's overlooking the ocean it was just such a peaceful place and a place where I didn't get a ton of work done. But yeah, I see a I see a recurring theme here in the places <laughs> that you like. Okay, listen. But the 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 lifestyle part. We're talking about the lifestyle here, and you know, so you, you got to prioritize when you're in these places. So just the coolest part of a of a day on like a surf trip is you can go down and you're surfing like a lot of times early in the morning or something, depending on when the tide's right. You, you could surf for like an hour or two. If anybody's done it, you know how exhausting it is. And you get beat. I get beat up. And, I, you know, I could go out and like maybe catch one wave if I'm lucky and I'm totally beat up and exhausted. Walk back. Nice, peaceful walk. And it's like 9, 30, 10 in the morning. You've had like a crazy workout. You've been out in nature. You're eating a huge breakfast. And you could sit down and do some work. By noon, it's like you've had a full day. Yeah. Yeah, that is really cool. I mean, not even just with with that office, but like when you do that in life in general, when you get up early and you attack the day with something. Yeah. I always I've always liked that. Yeah, and that was that was just a, a great scenic place. San and Juan again, Del Sur. again, it's something about being outside all the time. You like if you're outside all the time, you you're just more connected. So Yeah. Well, I've never been to Central or South America, so I gotta change that quick. Maybe I'll be right heading quick. to San Juan del Sur. Uh, my number two, finally getting a little exotic. I'm gonna throw two at you. And uh, we only got eight minutes left on this podcast, so we got to hurry. My two, because I forgot about one, so I'm telling it is 2A and 2B. Two, oh. 2B. Farmhouse in Tuscany. Heather and I rented oh, an incredible story. Airbnb place in Tuscany that basically the way you got there was um, the lady said, when you go down this dirt road and you think you're going the wrong way, keep going. And when you're sure you're going the wrong way, still keep going. Then you find our farmhouse. Those are the kind of directions you want to hear. Yeah. Well, and she was dead right. Like, I'm like, I don't know if this is the right way. All right. She said, keep going. Then we go to the bottom of the hill and we like almost get stuck in mud. I'm like, this is definitely not the right way. And if she hadn't said that, I wouldn't have 
went, and then we did, and we got there. So just a fantastic, fantastic experience. We wrote up um, all about it on the blog, but to give you a little idea, they took this farmhouse from the 1300s. They fully restored it. We had the the barn part, and then they lived in like the house part, um, which you could rent out if you had larger parties, but it was just Heather and I. But it was this crazy second-story loft. You know, the kitchen, there was like wood fire oven... Um, wood ovens in air in like every room like they they taught us how to do pizza making all the stuff but i did actually get some work done and what was pretty funny about this was i would sit in our second story balcony i just look out all over tuscany or i would go downstairs and sit on the outdoor patio and get work done but the internet if anyone's been to italy they know the internet is awful so you were kind of talking about how that can be a, a help a lot of times i got frustrated but i just said who cares? Like I only got done what I could get done. And then it helped me do stuff that wasn't online based. So I did a lot of writing that I could do just, you know, opening up word and I having to be online. And when I had to go and do a podcast, I went over to their side of the house, plugged in with an ethernet jack into their internet. And it was funny because I would sit there and I'd be recording a podcast in English with someone on Skype. And David, the owner, would be sitting there painting. He was a painter, so he'd sit there and paint. Oh. And Francesca would like make food I, and bring it up I to did, me. Like, it was like it was insane. It was insane. And the meal you had, you got to share quick about the meal. Uh, yeah, the we meals. Did, yeah, well, Heather's birthday actually happened while we were there. She has the same birthday as the Airbnb host, Francesca. So they put together this crazy five course meal for us for both their birthdays. That was just everything was homemade. This, it was. It was. It was an experience like out of a, it was like a fairy tale. It was just an incredible experience. Yeah. I mean, if you get a chance to hang with Trav in person, because we're limited on time here, you got to get the full, I mean, I've got this story. I sat down with him and Heather and it's, an, it's it was crazy. It's just so great. Yeah. Man, what and, an experience. I just, and you take me there, you tell it so well. And I'm just like, oh man, I just wish I could have been there for that. Um, I Let guess, me get into 2A real quick. Oh man. yeah. 2A is in split Croatia. Jason reminded me of this one. And uh, there was a little, if you everyone's been in Split, Bacvice Beach is like the sand beach right there in town. And um, they have little cafes just dotting the whole thing. And every day I would go down there and there was one that had beer for like, I think it came out to like $2.50 for like a big beer. And I would just go down there and I'd get a beer. Their food wasn't that great. And I would just sit and I would look out over the coast um, at this beautiful sand beach with... Um, like crystal blue water and i would just sit there with my laptop and sometimes i would have to do like skype calls with people and so like everyone would come in for these nice meals and i would just be sitting there skyping for a podcast or i'd be writing or anything like that and uh that sucks yeah it was really tough but i i managed <laughs> are we at number one now you're number one we're under five minutes well this place is near and dear to my heart like your library it's definitely incredibly scenic it's not necessarily, uh, I wasn't wandering at this time because I was, I was more stationary. But when I go to Norway, I've spent stints in a cabin across the street from where my wife grew up. And she grew up about four hours north of Oslo. And it's a rural area. And it's a town near a town called Engerdal. And a family friend has a cabin. And if you can imagine a Norwegian cabin, if you've never seen one, I'll paint the picture. It's like a cute little wood cabin. It's got grass on the roof. Uh, and if you look out the window, it's all wooden size, like wood burning, like fireplace. It's, it's all super cute and awesome. And if you look out the window, you basically see this mountain, Sulan, which is, is just, it's hard to describe the beauty of this mountain. And I'm looking at it all the time. 
for usually I'm there for, I've been there for like two month stints. So get a lot of work done there. The internet isn't the best, but I've spent many days of my life waking up to that mountain view in that cabin, looking at it, you know, having breakfast with my wife, like just a lot of great memories there and also have gotten a lot of work done there and and done a lot of projects uh, because I was set up somewhere and it was quiet. It was like the, the dream, you know, you get I mean, like there's a cabin. nothing to do. Oh, there. There's nothing to do. There's no cafes in town. There's nowhere to go. So it's just basically I go a little stir crazy sometimes. But overall, I mean, I have to put it at number one. It's just a great, great spot. And I mean, I've had place. the opportunity to Skype with you, Jace, when you were there and you just showed me around and it's when you say quaint, it is like if you ever imagine the most picturesque cabin in the in the little like meadow with a mountain, it's just that's it. And the fact that there's nothing to do. Yeah, I've had to talk him off the ledge a few times because I think you've gone a bit stare crazy. But it also allows you enough time to reflect and just kind of like relax because you can only go so fast with your work when the internet's not as great or things like that. Um, now, really, really cool. My number one is one that just happened. And this is the Grand Canyon. And this is literally just as we're recording this last week. And I came up with this idea of wanting to record after I recorded the podcast, like from the car, I'm like, well, I can really record a podcast from anywhere. So like I'm going to the Grand Canyon today. Why don't I record a podcast from the Grand Canyon? And my brother had told me of a place that I'm not supposed to share with anyone because even the Grand Canyon officials, like there's no signs or anything because they don't want people to know. But I'll trust all the uh, people listening to this not to let the secret out. It's called Shoshone Point. And there is no tourist there. You walk back like a mile, but it's back a really easy path. I mean, there's like a parking spot area, but it's not marked, right? You just pull off and you walk back about a mile, uh, really easy path, and you get to the most incredible views of the Grand Canyon and there's no one there. I mean, Heather and I spent about four hours there and we only saw two other people the whole time. And so we got out our recording equipment and our feet were dangling over the edge of the Grand Canyon. We recorded a podcast. I also recorded a video from there. And it was just cool because, A, you're at this epic, amazing spot. And B, I just thought, man, I've always been location independent, but this takes it to a new level. Like, because we're used to saying, oh, I work in a cafe. Or and I just thought, I can literally work if I don't need the internet to do something from anywhere. So I think it's going to start me really pushing out, pushing the boundaries of like where I would consider to quote unquote work and just say, if I'm going somewhere cool, I'll bring my laptop. I'll do some writing. I'll do some recording. That's what's great about podcasts. You can do it anywhere. And um, that's great, man. I, mean, I think now I'm, I'm spawning a new episode. Maybe we got to up our game. Extreme mobile offices. That's right. Dangling your legs over the edge of the Grand Canyon is that's pretty sweet, man. It was sweet. We're gonna did be you, we're gonna be recording podcasts while we skydive and crazy stuff like did that. Did you guys? Uh, that might be a little windy on the mic. Did you guys share a romantic kiss after the podcast? Just curious. I, I don't kiss and tell, Jay. Heather. <laughs> so those are our ten top mobile offices. There's, there's, we've got we've been fortunate enough to work from anywhere in the world um, and have worked from all over the world. And as we mentioned, we including the Phoenixville Library, including, including <laughs> that top ten spot, the Phoenixville <laughs> Library. If anyone comes to Phoenixville, I'll show you my library. You you like it? It's cool. Uh oh, that's about time right there. 
that's the end of this podcast, guys. But we do want to remind you, we are going to be doing another podcast. And girls. You guys, got that app. You got that. That's the end of the podcast, thing, y'all. <laughs> um, we are going to be recording another podcast with tips on how to work from the road and how to set up mobile offices and things like that um, so that you can be successful while you're traveling. Jay, anything else you got to tell these guys? Have a great day. This was a blast. And uh, I certainly want you, we both want you to get in touch with us and let us know what you're up to. Team at locationindie.com is our email or at locationindie on Twitter. Ask a question. Give us a topic to riff on. I mean, just let us know who you are. Send a picture. Send a picture of your favorite office if you're there right now. That would be cool. Send a picture of your office right now. It doesn't even have to be your favorite one. I don't know. Just check in. Like, this is is a two-way conversation. This is a two-way conversation. Thank you guys for joining us today. More good stuff on location. (laughs) Thank you all (laughs) for joining us today. More good stuff coming on Location Indie Podcast, so don't forget if you like it, subscribe, and we'll talk to you later. Take care.